We are in the middle of paragraph Gimel, stopped a little bit in the middle. Uh, this is one of several Tyras that are going through certain statements in Sifrid Ditsniusa, a section of the Zaira we gave a little bit of an introduction last time, so that's at the beginning of the first year of Tyriyates. We started off Tfila Lechavaka Kanavi Al Shagyainais. And we did not come back to the statement of Chavakuk or, uh, or to that Pasuk from Chavakuk. But rather, there's going to be a little bit of a longer and some complexity over here, but very sadistic. And really, we're, we're, putting, uh, we're putting a lot of the pieces in place before, uh, before we tied a lot of them together. So depending where you're jumping in, you know, so sometimes the tefillahs end up tying together each one a universe unto their own, but depending how, uh, how spread out they are, you know, in terms of, you know, expanding out the ideas and then tying them back together, Sometimes it could be a little confusing, so we have to hold cup and, and pay attention. And as we've said before, a lot of the the uh, style is that uh, is that uh, the Rabbeinu uses uh, proofs and psukim to support the concepts as he brings the ideas that he wants to develop. And then each time he takes one piece and he supports it, and then he brings another piece and starts sewing them together. So so we go. We started off paragraph Aleph. Uh, that people have a question. There, there's so many. There, there's so many aspects to the tzaddik and to the relationship with the tzaddik and the gadol adar and the tamad chacham, as we've been seeing going along. So he asks a, a very simple question. Now, Baruch Hashem, we have uh, so much media, sfarim, media. Uh, different ways to attach ourselves to Tyra and to the Tyra from various Sadiqim. But he asks a question which is relevant now, and it's also it certainly was relevant when, when travel was hard, and uh, traveling to a Tzaddik could involve so much, so much hardship, so much cost in terms of uh, in, in terms of the physical hardship, and even in terms of maybe giving up certain, uh, you know, a person wouldn't be davening as well, they wouldn't be learning as well. So what's the benefit of the actual uh, the, the actual proximity to and the actual traveling to go to a tzaddik. And he says an idea which is true in any in any context, that when a person has a particular experience and then you tell the second person about the experience, you might be lit up. But what the second person gets from you is not the same as what you experienced. And it goes on and on. And he says uh, in his words, when somebody who hears from somebody who heard it from the tzaddik, and certainly as it goes down the line, it becomes more distant from the tzaddik. It goes be dargo dargo with something being lost at every at every step of the transmission and from Sfarm also. Maybe you'll say, well, the Sefer was written by the Tzaddik, so it's one thing, you know, there's an advantage and a disadvantage to hearing from one of the Talmidim of the Tzaddik. Uh, over here he says, so certainly somebody who hears it from the tzaddik and somebody who studies from a sefer, there's an even greater difference. So it seems actually in a certain way there's a benefit of somebody who's really a true Talmud of a tzaddik to hear that Torah going through the Talmidim in a certain way has even a, because there's, a, there's an aspect of Shemesh over there maybe, it comes alive. Uh, the you know I'll tell you just t- t- taking a, a step away, I heard one of the Hespedim, I think it was Ravon Feldman, but I heard a few people make the point that, that, that when when Rav Chaim Kanevsky Zecher Tzadik Hakadosh Lebracha was was nifter that uh, Rav Chaim did things that 
to, to tell over we're almost superhuman to the point that most of us we keep, there's a tremendous amount to learn to, to learn but in terms of structuring our own goals uh, it, it wasn't necessarily relevant to most of us and uh, in certain ways in certain ways yes in certain ways no but a, a person was able to fulfill their potential and yet for those people who lived in a world with Rav Chaim in the world as much as you could say that you know it was angelic and it was on the level of a malach and superhuman, Lamaisa, it was in the realm of what a human being could accomplish. There was a direct relationship with it. And now it's in storybooks. Now it's something that we can read about. When you when you have a relationship with someone that is qualitatively different than something that's in a book, and over here also the the, the tone, the you know the facial expression, the tone that that's lost in a uh, that's lost in a safer. In fact, I believe in the introduction to Tanya, one he addresses uh, the the idea of why uh, why he put a lot of these these ideas and this advice in Sfarim. But it's something that has to be addressed. Now, in in paragraph Bayes, he said that at Tzadik, there was a little bit of a gears to change. Every person works toward this at Tzadik. But in any event, we'll read that it, that this Tzadik has to have a lezake chasapanim, a point where once a, this is how the, the Tzadik works up towards uh, towards having this capacity to 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 be in the position to change people that people should come. And uh, the Tzadik has such a such a his batlas, He has such a purity of his panim of his face that merely going to the tzaddik, going to a, a human being, but a human being who has such a spotless that he's literally almost the, the, the vehicle, he's the medium where we are able to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're able to relate to somebody who fulfills his potential as a human being. His potential as a human being might be different than our potential as a human being. You know, many people ask. I'm just going a little bit off. You know, as we introduce this year, you know, can I be can I be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu? Well, the answer is yes and no. A person can fulfill his potential. I heard Ivan Lopiansky frame it like this: the, the the can I be as great as the Gra? Well, let's say let, let, let's reframe it, Lahavdil, for a second. If a person says, can I be as great as Einstein? Right. So I can utilize my potential the way he did, but we all understand that the same way that people have different physical capabilities, people have different spiritual capabilities, and people are on different levels. So as far as HaKadosh Baruch Hu is concerned, when it comes to, who knows, giving out reward, that's his cheshben. I have no idea how that works. But we all understand that the same way that people have different capabilities, if they fill their potential, at least in this world, Hashem has his cheshben, how he judges people, each person, uh, each person on their own, and in terms of our own avoda, we have to look at ourselves uh, that Kibne uh, Maro and every person standing alone before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and question whether he did their avoda. But as far as the the organism of the Jewish people, as far as the throughout the ages and per generation, as far as looking uh, looking at where we stand, our, there's the tzaddikim, there's people in a leadership position uh, in terms of a generation or in terms of various aspects. We Not everybody fulfills the same role and the, the people have different capacities that they were given in order to fulfill those roles. So the tzaddik comes to this place where he is in this position, the leader of the generation, the place where people are going to be able to come uh, to be able, we sort of say, vidu in front of the tzaddik, be able to give guidance and be able to really uh, enable a person to reflect back at themselves where they have to do tshuva, not only in terms of articulating guidance and giving them them 
and giving them that uh, uh, giving them that direction. But over here, even just being close to a tzaddik and being able to look at a tzaddik over here, the tzaddik's face is almost like a mirror. It's a mirror of showing the potential of a person that that somebody is going to uh, be able to look back and understand really what they are doing wrong and where they have to go by being in proximity to a tzaddik. Now, where, how does a tzaddik reach this? Says paragraph Gimel. It comes from Lashon HaKadosh, and this we really we really explored, uh, I think, at length last week. Uh, we said Godel Yakara Erech Shalashon HaKadosh Sheboy Nivra HaOlam, and we we started explaining the idea of Lashon HaKadosh. We spoke a lot about Lashon HaKadosh in terms of Hebrew and the twenty-two letters and the building blocks of the world uh, themselves. Although uh, we'll see, also uh, we mentioned one of the Mefarshim, I think, Paras LaChachma, explains also that. Certainly, it's true in terms of Lashon HaKadosh, the purest language itself, but even uh, when a person engages in his Baidadus and uses his language towards Taira and Tefillah and stays away from uh, stays away from negative language and uses his language in the in the in the Gedder of Kedusha, so that's also it could be Begedder Lashon HaKadosh. So over here he says, through Lashon HaKadosh, through purity of language and Lashon HaKadosh itself, this is what the world uh, was, everything's Vayoymer, Vayoymer, right? We relate to the creation of the world as Speech, and it's with these speeches, with this speech, the 22 letters of the Aleph Bez, the Tyro, we say it is created, the Gemara is created before. Uh, before the world, the, the world was created with Lashon HaKadosh, and he brings it from Lazosi Kari Isha, from, uh, from we, we go into the Adam and the mice with Adam and Chava, we did not yet talk about the Nachash and the Chet and we're going to talk about these things, uh, and it, we say that Lashon Neifel Al-Lashon, so that's a language that's brought by by Rashi, but uh, but we, we explain the panemius of Lashon Neifel Lashon, not just that it's, you know, that there's a resemblance in the in the words, that an Isha and Isha are the same, but rather, we explain explained that Lashon HaKodesh uh, is associated with the Prichet, the Isha Chava in, its, in the purest form was unblemished speech. And Lashna Kaidesh uh, is is really where a person can achieve full tikkun, and we explained that Lashna Kaidesh and uh, and tikkun abris is, uh, is is also associated with each other. These bechinas are the same, and the other nations each have their own language, each have their own culture. They don't they, they don't have access. Uh, they don't have access to this. I'm just going to bring. Then we're going to go forward. I'm going to bring one interesting uh, Gemara for those of us who are learning the Durham, So then. We we might have seen this not that long ago. It's on the Durham Daf Lamed Aleph Amid Beis. There's a Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah says, "Koinem sheni nene laarelim muter be'erle Yisrael." A person says he will not get any benefit from those who are uncircumcised. He's muter even with an uncircumcised Yisrael. Va'aser b'mulei avdekochavim. And if you have a, uh, a a Gentile, you have a guy who is circumcised. So then they, he, they that would still be included in the Isser. Shani nene mimulim. If a person says, "I'm not going to derive benefit from those who have." Brismila, Asr Ba'erle Yisrael, he will still be Asr in those Yisraelim, even though they don't have a Brismila, but they would be included in the Mulim. Umutr Bamule Ayvde Kachavim. So we see that when it comes to bris mila, it's really a reference to to, to bnei yisrael. The part of part of the bris that we're included within, and as represented by bris kodesh and by tikkun of bris. And again, go back. The, the last week's year, I think, was very good. But if you didn't hear it, at least it will, will provide enough background. The idea of uh, of bris mila versus taivas niyuf versus the sexual taiva, the sexual urge. We said that this taivas niyuf was like. It was a taiva koilo. It, it includes and it encompasses 
uh, it's representative of all of the taiva. So if you take each nation has its own particular culture, its own particular taiva, its own particular lacking in shleimus, all of that is encompassed within taivas neof, and Klal Yisrael is removed from that. We're on a level above. We're able to tap into something above all of these other taivas. Uh, what's taiva? It's something that's the opposite of spotless. It's something that's self-serving. When the Lashon HaKodesh and Bris and tapping into the truth and the building blocks of the world and Hezbatlas to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that puts us over uh, all these other taivas and all this other lacking of Shleimus. We're able to be Tam, we're able to be complete, and by engaging in Lashon HaKadosh and taking a bris, then we are qualitatively different. And I'll just mention one of the other Gemars in the Dharam, because we, we happen to be here. Uh, Rabbi Shubhan Karacha, in the Gemara in Laman Aleph, in the Dharam, says, When there was a, the Gemara explains there was a certain time where Shubhan was going to Mitzrayim, and he had a son, that uh, that there was a certain a, a certain lacking, until a certain delay in Moshe Ben given Mila, and all of the Shuyas that Moshe had couldn't stand they, they couldn't stand with any with any lacking when uh, w- until my Rabbeinu was mal the uh, was mal the boy. Rebbe says, But when was he called a Tam? Like we're talking about a Shlemus complete. That was through Mila. Again, we're talking about Tikkun Abris. We're talking about Mila making, associating somebody with Klai Yisrael that is qualitatively totally removed from the Taivasnia, from the lackings of every other nation because something that's 99% Shalem, like we said, something that's 99% complete is 100% incomplete. The, the, once we're able to Religious this shleimus this tikkun abris that puts Klai Yisrael in a different place. And it goes on. Without mila, then the, the the world couldn't stand. If not for the, if not for the bris, then what would there be day and night for? Uh, the, there's no the, there's no for the bria to stand without some without the Klai Yisrael without the Jewish people having the shleimus having this attachment to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, having a total isbatlus from all of these other tivas and these lackings. And a full attachment to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and bring him, bring, bring Hashem into the Bria, and therefore we move forward in the text. Vizeh bechinas tikkun habris. So this idea of lashon hakodesh is a bechina of tikkun habris. Shehu bechinas ruach hakodesh bebechinas v'leikama oid ruach beish. So we see this idea of of ruach, the word ruach. This pasuk is coming from when the uh, when the when Klai Yisrael was going to, uh, when they crossed the Yardin and they were going to Eretz Yisrael, so before that, Yoshua had sent two spies to Yericho, and the, there was a whole Misa in the Navi with Rachav, and Rachav told them that the people in Canaan had stopped visiting her uh, as a, as a Zaina. In the context of our Taira, it says that they lost their Taiva for Neif because of the fear, because of the year of Klal Yisrael. And in the context of this Taira, the spirit, Chaim Kramer points out, the spirit of immorality had been broken by the Ruach HaKodesh that the Jews attained through guarding the Bris. So that's the reference over here we see that Ruach, which is Ruach HaKadosh, is associated with uh, with the Kedusha that Kla Yisrael attained with Tikkun Abris, and that introduced Ruach, and it broke. It made it that even the Goyim did not have Taivas Neof. And this, and again, we saw earlier that Ruach is associated with Lashna HaKadosh. So on one side, you see that there's Lashna HaKadosh and Tikkun Abris, and we're going to see that Lashna HaKadosh comes from Yira, Yira Hashem, and therefore, when the, because of Kla Yisrael having been guarding Tikkun Abris, that even broke the Taivas Neof of the other nation, Vizeva Yiskar Basar Tachtena 
when Chava was created in Parshas Bereshis, Perak Beis, it says, Vayizgar Basar Tachtana, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, closed when he created, he took from Adam Arishon and he closed up the Basar. Uh, it says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu closed the place in Adam Arishon that he took from Adam Arishon's side, his rib, however you translate it. But the Pneumius is, Hainu Hadibur. Of Lashon Hakaidash, what does this mean? So let's just use Rav Chaim Kramer's note to point us a little bit, uh, a little bit in the right direction. He says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sealed the flesh in place, meaning in the place of the Chatach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what does it mean? He sealed, he sealed the place of the Basar. This is the place of required healing. So in our text, says Rav Chaim Kramer, this relates to the impure speech of the nations, which is healed through the Chituch of holy speech, that the that, that the other nations, again, they each have their own place of their own lacking of Shlemus, but the Kailal of that is encompassed by Taivas Niuf, and therefore, and that, that's Lashon HaKadosh is connected that, so the impure speech of the nations, the idea that represents all of the taiva, how is that healed? That's healed with chituch. Chituch is like an articulation. Chatach is to cut. But chituch is an artic- like another when you speak. You speak clearly, they're cut. It's defined. There's gedarm to speech. Parenthetically, this is one of the differences between re'iya and shmi'a. If you were going to, uh, you know, look at a picture, you could stare at it for a second, and you you would have the full picture of the thing. Whereas if you looked at one piece at a time, or somebody was describing it one piece at a time, that wouldn't be the same as just being able to take it all in in one fell swoop. On the other hand, if you were trying to describe this idea, I think comes from Rabbi Shapiro. But uh, if you were trying to describe the picture to somebody, and then you just sort of described it all at once, and you were like bumbling all over the place, then it would be a meaningless statement. So there's, when, a, when a person, re'iya is an all-encompassing idea, but by chita, by, by shmi'a, by telling something over, the benefit is of chita chadib, or of clarity, of articulation, of structure, and therefore, over here it says, That's what that, that what Chazal tell us in Masechtas Brachas. And therefore, we see that the uh, we're going to see actually that uh, that the Yitzhar for Niaf, Where does it attach? It attaches to the to the basar. It attaches to the flesh. So, what is the what is the antidote, so to speak? What's the refuah? What's the tikkun for 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 the basar that's uh, that's engaged in? You know, where there's a makom for the Yitzhar, for the for for the taiva. That Vayiskar, Basar Tachtana, how do you close that up? It's for the Makum Chatach, it's by the place of speech. It's this Lashon Hara versus inappropriate speech idea. V'zeh. And this, that we said also by by the creation of Chava, it says, Vayiven Hashem Elokim HaSatzel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like built up the side. Chazal and Brachas tell us, Asa Ka'itzar, that he made, so Pashib Shat is that he made uh, women, I think they call it like pear-shaped, like an Oitzar. If you think about like a pyramid, wider at the bottom and narrower at the top, the reason for that is so that it's uh, less pressure. In other words, if you have the weight of all of the grain, so if it's shaped like a period, so then it doesn't put pressure on the walls at the top, which would cause instability, but he so a woman carries a child that uh, he formed the woman in a way that she could be macabre the macabre the Vlad. But over here, when we're about to talk about an Eitzar, the uh, the uh, the Kramer's note explains also that how does Rabbeinu tie into the construction of Chava the idea of an Eitzar? The a Navi it says calls a man's storehouse uh, and security that that Yira is a man's storehouse and security in difficult times. That's Yira Hashem, and it says that he uh, Baruch constructed Chava like a storehouse. It's translated into our text. He, he built 
holy speech with the fear of God, meaning holy speech is represented by the Isha by Chava, Lashna Kaidesh is Ba'etzim built from and rooted in Yira Shemayim. I mean, Mamish, again, not an easy Tyra, and in the Tyra, this is not an easy place because we're building our pieces, but try to bear with it, and it'll be very rewarding as we tie it all back to each other. So again, Asa Ka'itzer, She'ikar Asiyah V'tikun She'lashna Kaidesh, which was represented by the Isha, Lashna Ifala Lashin, by Chava, Lailah Chavadas, the idea of Lashna Kaidesh, represented by the woman, is Tyla in the Aitzar. What's the Aitzar? Be Yiras Hashem, He Aitzaro, that it's put by, it says by Yeshaya, that the Yiras Hashem is the Aitzar, and from that is how Lashna Kaidesh is built. Lashna Kaidesh comes from Yerushamayim, which again is associated with Tikkun Abris. It puts us above all of this other lacking of Shlemus that the other that the other nations have. So it says that this Pasuk in Kahelas, that at the end of it all, everything is heard, and uh, one should fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Soif Davar means the Gmar, the Shlemus, the end of everything. So 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 we talked about last time, when everything comes together, when there's an ultimate Gmar and Shlemus, when there's a Tikkun Adibur, uh, that's from Elohim Yirei. What is that from? That's from the Oitzer of Yerushimayim. So again, Soif Davar. What's Davar? Davar is the like Dibur, the Lashna Kaidesh, the Tikkun Abris, the antidote of everything. What does that come from? Because Elokimirei, when a person fears Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's where there's a Tikkun in the Lashna Kaidesh, which is which puts us uh, connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Roimimus on all of the other nations, which are which is encompassed by the Tivus and the Avizeh. Ka'oitzer shel Chitim. So Rashi explains that this is this vayiven is like a storehouse of chita. What's the rep- chita? Is the staff of life? It's a nutri- it represents the basis of food. But what is a ka'itzer shalchitim? Hainu hayira hu oitzer. So we explained already that the yira, uh, that the yira is like an oitzer. Shabayu taloi asiya v'tikon shel chita. That the that. Inside of the Yerushalayim, that's how the chita is uh, is preserved, and it's made, and it's it's built up, it's stored. What's chita? Ches in the gematria is eight. Tes is nine. Eight and nine is seventeen. Plus five is twenty-two. That this is the twenty-two letters of lashon hakodesh. Uh, it brings a tikkun azayar. The language is chita ihu raza de esrin train asvan do raisa. That chita is the the secret of the twenty two letters of the aleph base. He says zebachinas elokim diber bekadsho. So elokim is the lashon of yira. It's yira shemayim. Diber is what we're talking about. Uh, the the idea of lashon akaidesh. Diber akaidesh. Tyler belokim yirei. He ties together. He ties together these ideas that so we first introduce lashon akaidesh articulate speech. And then we introduced the fear of Akadosh Baruch Hu, and now we tie together Elokim and Dibur, these two things that again Lashna Kaidesh, which is the which puts us the the the, the ruach and Lashna Kaidesh and taking a bris and it's Meraimus and all of the other nations, which there's a kailal of all of the Taivas Neif. What does that all come from? That comes from it's built on Yira Shemayim, period. So piece by piece. Next piece. So now we're going to introduce Yosef. Tzadik, Yosef, Yosef certainly was, represents, we, we've, he's come up before uh, several times already, not, not the least of which is the, the whole Maisa with Aishas Paitifar. Yosef represents this Tikkun, the Shmir Sabris, this Tikkun Abris. Now just a little bit of uh, context, which were in these Parshias in, in, uh, in, 
in the cycle of, of laning over here also, so these things are all coming up, but a little bit of context that really ties in to, to the panemius of, uh, of the parasha, we're going to see everything really matching up so so well. It says that, that uh, Rav Chaim Kramer goes through a little bit of the story in his note, that Yosef was appointed the second in command, the viceroy of the land of Egypt, and when his brothers came to buy the grain, he spoke to them initially through an interpreter, but he, when he wanted to reveal his identity, he spoke to them directly in their own language in Lashna Kaidesh. Uh, he showed them that he had a bris. But let's go through the story a little bit. Yosef was a young man. He was 17 years old when Potiphar bought him as a slave. Potiphar was incredibly moral corrupt, and he actually wanted, had inappropriate plans for Yosef. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu protected Yosef uh, from this. Potiphar's wife then had also inappropriate plans. Yosef HaTzadik was successful. He is he, successful in every realm of Shmiris Habris, of Tikkun Habris, of staying pure. Keneged, uh, the most difficult challenges, the most difficult advances, and ultimately he was thrown into prison. Now, what happens is, two years later, Paro pulls him out of prison. He gives him a tremendous amount of honor and respect. He sets him up as second in command. And Par's advisors say, hey, wait a second, how can you do this? That Yosef is Ba'etzem, a slave. He was bought as a slave. But Paro insisted that he was able to detect royalty. Now, what was the test? The test was language, because the Medrash, the Medrash tells us that in ancient societies, noble birth would be able to be proven by showing proficiency in languages. So it says Chazal that that night, Gavriel, the Malach, taught Yosef the 70 languages that were spoken in the civilized world so that he'd be able to test and he would know 70 languages. What put Yosef even above Paro, to the extent that Paro had to uh, had to make Yosef take an oath that he would not reveal this to anyone, uh, Gemara and Saita, Daflam and Vav, the idea that Yosef Atzadik knew Lashna Kaidesh and Paro as much as he knew 70 languages. Like, why couldn't he learn the 71st language? The answer is because Lashna Kaidesh is not the 71st language. Lashna Kaidesh is uh, something that if a person does not have Shmir Sabris, taking a and the Mitzrayim was a land that was Shtufezima. It was it was steeped in immorality. They had no shaykhus uh, to Lashna Kaidesh. So at this point, Yosef Atzadik stores all of the wheat, and he's there for ultimately Yosef was exiled in Mitzrayim for a total of 22 years, uh, summing up all of the, you know, he relates to the entire Bria and he succeeds at challenges in all aspects in every part of the of the uh, the the Bay's ICI is the 22 years representing the the universe of challenges that he was able to survive uh, the height of which is Shmiris Habris and when his brothers come and he has to show them they say we don't recognize you this can't be Yosef Atzadik has he show that he's Yosef Atzadik again by speaking to them in Lashon Hakodesh and understanding that he has that he had a bris milah uh, and he was so Yosef Atzadik was so strong in this that again it sort of uh, was able to bleed over. He even he even was able to convince the Egyptians uh, to circumcise themselves. Chazal tell us, but in any event, we we see all of this idea, this Lashon Hakodesh and taking a bris, all tying together with with Yosef Atzadik. Keneged, uh, Keneged, the Mitzrayim, which was Shtufezima. So it says, Yosef had a Shlemus in this area. You see that it's my mouth that is, uh, that is speaking to you. 
the Rashi tells us, and Pimidabra Lechem Lashna Kaidash. So again, what was his two rayas? These two things. What put Yosef that he wasn't he wasn't one of the Mitzrayim, he was a Kadosh, Lashna Kaidash, and Brismila. So he says, You see that it's Pimidabra Lechem, Belashan Ha Kaidash. This was this was his proof. The Pasuk says, Is there anybody who has this Ruach Elohim? That's what represents Yosef, somebody who had Ruach Elohim. We said that Elohim is Yerushimayim. Ruach is Lashon HaKodesh. Lashon HaKodesh comes, the idea, the ability to be, uh, to have Lashon HaKodesh in this, in the full Shlemus is coming from Yerushimayim. That's also with Tikkun Abris. Ruach is coming from Yerushimayim. Ruach Elohim, Hainu Tikkun Abris. Which we saw, this was the pasuk by Rachav. Why? Because Lashna Kaidash is Tali and Tekin Abris, like we saw Elohim Diber Bekadshai, that that we saw that where Yiras Hashem He Aitzarai, Aitzarai was the Chaf Beis Isias. So we we already we're starting to tie at least this this piece together that Lashna Kaidash is Tali and Tekin Habris. Bebechinas Mikan Nesar Lehem Arayis that the Chazal tell us. What did Ruach HaKadosh say? That through Lashon HaKadosh, that's where Arias became Asr. That it's Ruach HaKadosh, that it's Yeras Hashem, that is the Tikkun, that is the antidote that Asr is Arias, which is the total opposite, that Arias is the Kailal of those nations that are connected, that are not Yisrael, that are against Ratzon Hashem. Ki zeb loy zei efshel liyais, ki tikkun abrisu shleimus Lashon HaKadosh, imkluyin zebazeh. Now the Likute Halachas, Points out uh, in my note over here that Shlemus Lashna Kaidesh for Tikkunabris Tluim Zabazah, the idea of pure speech. And again, Lashna Kaidesh has this quality, and even just has bited us talking to a Kaddish Baruch Hu in your own words, using your words for Tyra and Tefillah, certainly not saying Lashna Hara, not Ainaz Dvarim, and not things don't hurt another, don't don't use your speech negatively. So this idea of Lashna Hakaidesh and also of Tikkunabris go hand in hand. And he says, so where do we start? Let's say a person is having all these problems, right? Which one is harder than the other? Where does a person have a window if it's just sort of a cycle? How does a person start, you know, creating a flywheel so one goes into the other? It says, Wherever you got to start. For some of us, one might be easier. For another of us, the other might be easier. You know, sometimes a person has uh, has friends, and, uh, you know, the circles that he travels in, it's just like a Lush and Hara fest all over the place. Or alternatively, just negativity. Everything becomes some sort of a criticism. These two things go together. If a person wants to engage in Kedusha, he wants to start rising above. Whichever place is an easier window to start, be careful in one speech. And in Shmiras Habris, Shmiras Enayim issues, right? These types of things, Vizet, period. Now this, the Pasuk in Mishle, it says, The person who is visiting Zionist, the person who is engaging in, uh, in, in the Pagamabristic issues, is going to lose his wealth. So in the Pashup Shad, whatever wealth he has, if a person is engaging in Taiva, so then uh, he's, going to, he's going to squander his wealth. But let's, let's look at it in terms of our, in terms of our tire, in terms of our Panemius. Al Tikrei, 
Mehaincha ella migraincha. Don't say mehaincha from your wealth, but rather from your graincha. Meaning, the, the kavana is that in the pagama rayas, in the raya zainas, the person who is visiting zainas, then he's going to lose the quality, he's going to destroy his power of speech. Yabed not hain, not just his wealth, but he'll lose his garain, what comes out of his throat. Yubechinas lashna kaidesh, kimisha paigem. Babris ma'abed loshan ha'kodesh v'zeh kabedes Hashem mehaincha. This is another pasuk in Mishlei. It says that a person should honor ha'kodesh baruch hu mehaincha from one's wealth, with one's wealth, with one's possessions. And Chazal tell us, brought in Rashi, don't say mehaincha, rather migraincha. And it says kabed daika. The idea of relating this to kavod. Ashiris is called uh, is called covered. By the way, we already saw an earlier tires. Really look up where it is, but that that when a person engages his time it's near for uh, how many things are we willing to do to travel the country to get a bracha for parnasa? All sorts of things in schoolers. A person who's careful in shmiras bris issues, so then that preserves wealth. And through pagama bris, a person can come to anius. Person can look in uh, and cite uh, the note over here. Quote, uh, cites the Sota Daf Dalid, but he says Kabed, we're associated with Ashiris also Daika Kibo, because with one's throat, with one's garon, with one's purity of speech, Toloi Bechinas Kavid, which again, if you associate Lashna Kaidesh to Shmiras Habris to Tikkun Habris, so then that certainly increases Kavid and that increases wealth, which we saw by Yosef Hatzadik also that he, he spoke. He had Shmir Sabris and he was elevated to a position of honor. The, what is the opposite of covered? Shame. Where is their ultimate shame? True shame is in the area of Arias. Like it says in the Zayar, Why were Adam and Chava pre-chet? They didn't have any shame. It wasn't that they covered themselves up until after the chet, which we're going to introduce the Nachash in a second and his uh, his place in terms of Taiva and Neof and Arias. But before that, they were still in a makom of shlemus. There was still a purity of speech prechet, and therefore there was no shame in that uh, in that arena. Arayin who pagama bris bebechinas arla. It's only the there was no arla at that point over here. Quoting from the Tikkun Ezra, Chaim Kramer says that he points out that there was no arla yet at that point uh, prechet rishon. So again, a rain who pagama bris be bechinas arla, bechinas ki cherpa hi lanu. That it was uh, that it was a shame. But going back to uh, going back to the uh, to, to the ma'aseh with Yosef, the pesukim over there say lo nucha lasus hadavra zel lasus sachos. Sorry, to, to the brothers. This is really by Dina, also associated by the ma'aseh with Dina and Shem. What do they, what do they say? Lo nucha lasus hadavra zel lasus sachos. No lishashir lo arla. We can't give our sister. We can't mix in klai Yisrael to a person who has an arla. Why ki cherpa hi lanu? Because that's associated with shame. So what's the the opposite again. We see clearly in the in the area of arias, in the area of uh, inappropriate uh, mixture of arias of uh, of issues issues, where that's inappropriate. That's cherpahilanu to to give a. a, a Basisral to somebody who has an Arla. Kabed, Shuhepech, Shel Harafos, Ubizionos. So that's Kibud. So Kabed, Ashiras, the opposite of Arias. So Arias is associated with. 
uh, we're tying together these concepts little by little. Arias is associated with all of the Goyim, with the Taivas Neof. This is the Taiva of Koilel that is associated with Pagam Habris. And on the other side, we see Yiras Hashem, Lashna Kodesh, uh, tied together to Shmir Sabrish issues and ultimately tied to Kavid with the, the opposite of the shame that's associated with Arayash. And this is associated with Lashna Kaidesh with purity of speech. And therefore the shame Yosef Al Shame Shlemus Lashna Kaidesh. The very name Yosef itself is associated with Lashna Kaidesh who tikken habris. How? How bebechinas asaf elokim escher pasi hakadosh baruch was asaf socialization of Yosef that uh, that uh, Rifka, that uh, that Rachel wanted more children but asaf Hashem gather up my shame when she had children so there was a bittel of 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 cherpa. there was a bittel of shame because when Yosef was born he introduced he had this quality of kedusha sabris this quality of covered and this was the opposite of shame so as the pasuk says what did Rachel say. Asaf elokim as cher pasi that Hakadosh Baruch Hu like gathered in my cherpa my shame kibot holy kavod ki ain boishes el b'makom arayin because there is only shame in the area of arayas period. Enter the nachash. So now the next idea, going a little bit slower, but every one of these is is like a is like a, a world. I don't know. So he says. Enter, enter the Nachash. So now, just to to, to start uh, going to the next segment of what we're talking about again, we're going to use Rechaim Kramer's note uh, to help us out. The Nachash, the serpent, represents the comprehensive evil, right? Which is the Medura we said earlier, the conflagration of the seventy nations, which is the burning lust for uh, for sexual urge for for these types of issues. And Reb Nachman already expounded on the value of Lashna Kaidesh and Shmir Sabris, explaining that the creation of Chava, the Ish. As Lashna Kaidesh, right? Lila Lila Chavadas, Isha was Lashen Naifel Lashen, and that that it was a level of purity. Enter the Nachash to try to create a Pagam in Lashna Kaidesh. It says that the uh, that the Nachash uh, when he saw Adam and Chava, so then there was a Taiva over there, and that introduced that it created a Pagam in Lashna Kaidesh. And Chava. But interestingly, what really precipitated that, by the way, it was really a Pagam in Lashna Kaidesh that allowed that in, right? Because we know that uh, that that what 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 introduced Chava into the conversation with the uh, with the Nachash when Chava it, it did it from the Farshim and how this happened, but it seemed that she misrepresented what the command was with regard to the Eitz Adas, and therefore that was a Pagam in Lashna Kaidesh. It was a Pagam in Lashin, and that that's where. Uh, Lashna Kaidish was lacking perfection and it allowed a window for the Nachash uh, to enter in. Now, one other point, just that's going to tire of the Torah, it says that Chava was created Basar Mibisari. I can't say that I exactly understand all of this, but based on based on where he's coming from, he says that the, the Zayar teaches that when the carbon is brought, the Sitra Achor desires the Basar of the animal as opposed to the spiritual yearnings of the person bringing the sacrifice, which ascend to God, uh, meaning that the, the, there's different parts to a carbon, right? There's the part that's burnt on the Mizbeach, there's the Dam, and then there's the there, there's the Basar. The Basar 
Moser is the part that it's our job really to elevate. The Gemara even says, by the way, that when the Kohanim eat the the, the meats, and then that's I think it says part of the avoda. But the the Sitra Achor is going after the Basar. So, in as much as it's our part, it's it's our avoda to elevate the meat, and the, the entire uh, the the entire carbon, the entire experience. So the the serpent's rule is over flesh, he says, uh, and this uh, this denotes that there's the 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 burning lust which results from speech, which is not complete lush nakaidesh. This becomes the entry point. This is where the 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 Achra, the the nachash in our case tries to attach to. Again, we don't understand every word, but even just understanding a hint and understanding how every single word is representative. Certainly, there's a pshat level which uh, exists on its own, but there's also the the remez and the drush. And the drush and the remez and the side, and at every level, there's so much panemius to every to every single uh, to every single word in the Torah. So it says that says Hanal. So this nachash, like we just explained, is representative of the tayvus of this raha kailel, and it's connected connected lashna That's what that the nachash was was really approaching chava, approaching the isha, approaching lashna which was then unsullied. And what was the window in when there was a pagam of lashna Ke, uh, the girsa over here a little bit different. That's where he was let in to cause the sin. That the nachash, the nachash is ruling. When was the nachash able to get in and have some control? Al bisra. Al habasar, right? That's the mouth. That's lashna kaidesh, but that's basar mibsari. That's the isha. That's chava. Hainu bechinas chava hanal, which is lashna kaidesh. Basar mibsaro, because chava was a bechina of uh, basar coming from Adam, but that was a bechina of lashna kaidesh. Again, the mouth is basar. There's no bones there. Bechinas basar kaidesh. Which also is a remez over here he brings from uh, on mitzvah of Mila, uh, of Tikkun Abris, and that also ties into to Basar Kaidesh, uh, that we remove the Arla from the flesh. This is the idea that the Gemara and Shabbos tells us that the Nachash was able to inject Chava with Zuma, Shehu Haruach Sa'ara. That this that that we we've said earlier that what's uh, what's like hitel zuama what's a negative uh, a negative yichud uh, almost the where, where does the sitra achra come it's the we, we talk about we we've quoted the, that the Torah tayig mitzvahs of tayig eaten advice if I incorporate your point of view your advice into my anhaga so that's as if we I am getting together with you and then there will be a toilada from that so what does it mean that the nachash injected zuama into chava the way that we're learning the nachash gave a negative eitzah to eat from the Eitzadas, and that created a Ruach Sa'ara. This is a Ra Koilo. What's a Ruach? Stormwind? A Taveiras Meduras Taivas Niuf. That's what we explained. It's like this whirlwind, this conf- this, this, this bonfire uh, that's Koilo, all of the negative, the, all of the lacks of Shlemus are encompassed within Taivas Niuf. This is the Ruach Shtos, which is called initially Eishes Xilus, the uh, the a woman who seduces for Neof and once there's a pagam in this area, so that already dist- becomes a distortion of Lashna Kaidesh. And it becomes the Isha Chachama, the wise woman, so to speak, against the woman who's a Xil because all all 
Averas come when a person has a Ruach Shtos. Uh, and now already we're setting up this dynamic between Yeris Hashem and purity of language and Tikkunah Bris versus a Pagama Bris letting in the Taivas Niuf uh, and ultimately the distortion leading to Chait Vizebechinas La Pesach Chatas Raivets. Literally, that sin crouches at the door. It's on a Pasuk. La Pesach Hainu Pischei Picha Shalashna Kaidesh Shechatas Hazer Raivets Linaik Mimenu. It's this idea, this Peh, we speak Tyro with the uh, with the mouth. By the way, has also used as a euphemism for the the reproductive parts of. It says that a woman, uh, when it's talking about it in South Asnida and other places, it's, uh, it refers to that area of the body as a peh. When there's pesa la pesa chatas reves, where is chatas crouching? It's ready to pounce by the peh, by lashna kaidesh, by a lacking of shmir sabris, by a lacking of tikkun in these areas. Uh, okay, I think you know what got a little caught up with uh, with an extra long introduction, but I think that that's actually uh, very nice for today. Maybe I'll try to uh, do an extra one during the uh, during the week, just so we can keep up at uh, at a pace. Because I want to do paragraph dollar today as well. Uh, but we're gonna stop over here and then have a uh, fabulous Hanukkah. If anybody wants who was not on the group. Uh, we actually said over a very nice vart on Yat Kislev that tied into Hanukkah. Um, I could send to you separately. Shoot me a email or a text. Um, mrubin, R-U-B-I-N, 214-214 at gmail.com and I will uh, send you over a nice, uh, nice thought for Hanukkah.